Welcome back to Dear Women, the podcast. I want to just say yet again, I'm appreciative of you. The feedback that I received from episode six was absolutely encouraging. It was at times, I'm going to tell you this, it brought me to tears. I am unsure. I'm not going to lie. I'm unsure whenever I record just how it's actually going to come across. Uh, It's something to speak into a microphone and be absolutely transparent. And again, with me and microphones, there's not much, you know, of a filter. However, when it is a sentiment of your heart and it is no veil, it's a whole other ball game. And... I think that we're going to get a little bit deeper. Now, baby, when I tell you it's going to get deep, it is going to go all the way there. It's going to be a bit of a story time um, for sure. And I'm going to tell you exactly how I came into this. Obviously, at this point, um, I always have this plan of what I think that we're going to talk about. Like I have this whole like little planned out thing. And then God does this pivot with me where I have to listen. And he plants and drops this seed right into my head. And I have to be obedient. And I'm going to stay in that light. I am going to be obedient. So we are going to talk in this episode about body, yaddy, 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 yaddy. Now... I know you're thinking of the Make the Stallion song, body, yaddy, 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 yaddy. Go ahead and twerk it or whatever you need to do with that. But um, we're going to talk about our bodies. Specifically for me, I'm going to talk about my body. And the reason why I'm going to talk about my body is because I feel like, <sighs> let me get comfortable. I feel like we, And I know I have not been honest about how I feel to myself about my body. Now, we're going to have some checkpoints here. All right. We're going to have some story times where I'm going to be present. And then we're going to go back even to my childhood psyche. Because one thing that I have realized is that um, I'm coming into this theory and where I've heard of the arrow in regards to our healing. And in that arrow, with a bow and arrow, you have to not, I'm not, I don't do archery, obviously. Okay. That's not, that is not my ministry. So, but with the arrow and the concept, you're actually with the bow and arrow, you are pulling back, right? You are pulling back in order to go forward. And when you're pulling back and we're looking at healing and we are going back in order to propel forward, And the further back we go, the further that we can propel, right? So I'm really trying to propel in 2024. Um, Even though you hear my voice last week, there was no episode because COVID tried to take your girl out. But we're going to be strong through this, okay? So I'm going back and I'm thinking about when is it or when have I ever really liked my body? And I'm like, yo, have I ever? Has there ever really been a space where I enjoyed 
who I am. Now, I'm not talking about like social media times. You know, I was born in 1978. All right. There was no social media. There was nothing for me to compare myself to. But what I saw on TV or like, you know, my friends. Right. There was not that social media concept. It was just your social circle and those type of things. So you just have the natural comparison of who was cuter or what was poured into you. And so I was going back and I'm like, yo, hmm. at what point did I ever, like, when did I start liking myself? And in this, I am referring to my weight. Um, and let me pause because shout out to my plush pounds. Okay. Because I represent us very well. We're going to come back to that. So I started thinking of of pictures and I remember me in preschool and if y'all know me, I am blind. I cannot see. I've had glasses since preschool and they have been like thick. When I say thick, I mean thickety thick. Like if you would look at me towards the side, you would think that them joints was going to fall out. So I always had these really thick glasses on and I'm a brown girl, um, big forehead, um, you know, aesthetically. I would look at me now and think like, oh my gosh, she is so cute. Like just because, you know, but I didn't think I was cute. Um, but I was never told that I was. I would see other girls and see, see, you know, how they would be affirmed, especially the light-skinned girls. Uh, good wavy hair, you know, had this good old kinky curly. You know, my mama was at church mama, she was a principal, so I had the roller, the hard roller set, the pink ones. Mm-hmm. And even when you took the roller out, you would see the indentation. So, you know, I wasn't really that fly or anything like that. But what I noticed is that I was funny. Like people gravitated towards me because I think I was, I think I was funny. And I was this, that kid, right? But I was never really considered like the cute girl. Always had a lot of friends, but you know, Toya was cool. I was just always really, really cool. And, you know, as I got into my aesthetic, I could dress, but it was always me being the cool girl. And I remember at a very early age, I remember my cousin, he doesn't even, I'm sure doesn't know this, but family members, be aware of what you're putting in to, into like your, your younger cousins and, and your, your family. Um, and I remember him saying, yo, cuz, and I probably was in the third grade. And he's like, yeah, it's time for you to, it's time for you to probably start doing some pushaways. And I was like, what is a pushaway? And I'm thinking, cause I think like, this is my cool big cousin. He's like, yeah, some pushaways. And I'm like, what's that? Like, I'm really intrigued. Like, cause I want to know what he's doing. What is, what's a pushaway? He's like, yeah, when you, you push away the plate from, from the table. And I was like, it took me a second. And I was just like, what? what? And he's like, yeah, push away the plate from the table. And I was like. Oh, that's hurtful. So that was my first recollection of not being affirmed, but being basically told like, yo, you're getting fat. And kept that to myself and I internalized it. And that equated to not being really good enough. You know, as I moved along and I remembered walking down the street at times from school and like, kids yelling out stuff. And it just was really, really weird. Like your confidence has to be a little bit different, right? So it makes your tongue sharper. It makes you definitely wittier in regards to your responses and what you come back with. 
but there was never again this appreciation of who I was. So I had to try to like figure that out. Um, so here I am with this arrow and, and here I am in 2024 and I'm like, whoa, this is where it started. This is where it started. Like, yo, I never really recovered from that because all of this stuff in this life, like I have been struggling with the image of myself and my body and I have been up and down and I've been on this thing. It's like I have a Peloton, right? I have a Peloton. I paid off my bike, y'all. You couldn't tell me three years ago that me getting this Peloton, that I was not going to um, just come out fine. All right. Because shout out to Kristen Alexis. I saw that she had one. It's one of my good girlfriends. And sis is snatched, right? She is snatched and she's got body, body, yaddy, yaddy, yaddy. She got it. She got it. Boom, pow, cow, 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 cow. And I'm just like, I could do that. Because if you also know me, one thing I'm not is lazy. I'm going to work out, I'm going to get it in, I'm going to sweat. I'm going to make sure that I'm moving around. So that's not, that's not it, you know? But I also said three years ago, this is about my health, right? This is about my health. I think also downplaying the fact that, yeah, if I make it about my weight, then, you know, I have to confront that. I didn't want to make it about my weight. I wanted to make it about my health, all right? So here we are three years later and I paid it off and I, like, okay, well, <laughs> wait, sis, you're still a good old thickums. Like, what else is it? So I'm going back and I'm, I'm looking and I'm looking at this gut, right? You know, because I want to see my lady parts at some point in time in this life. I definitely do. I, I want to look down and see my feet. I want to see what she looked like without me having to lift her up. And I remember I looked at the scar on my my belly. So when I had twins, I had twins 20 some years ago, y'all. And in that, I remember, because remember, I, I got this arrow. We, we with the arrow. All right. So we back with the arrow. And I had to remember, I'm like, oh yeah, I didn't have a C-section. I had the twins, you know, vaginally. We're all adults here. I had them vaginally. And I remember going, all right, now I am not having any more kids after this. Because mind you, when the twins were born, I already had a one and a half year old. Sis, I'm like, mm I'm shutting the factory down. Um, once I found out I could have twins, yeah, we're shutting this down. It is no longer a reproductive system. It is a reproductive factory and it has to be shut down. So nope, we tie in the tubes. So interestingly, the doctor said, well, we cannot... Uh, Tire tubes after you have the twins. And I'm thinking, like, wait, that's what you guys do. And they said, well, honestly, what we can do is we can go in and have the surgery the day after you have the twins. And I'm like, well, y'all already gonna be there. Shoot, I'm already gonna be buzzed wide open. Don't you just go in and zip, 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 you know, do this. Tie it up, dye it up, nail it to the cross. I don't care what you do to it. Just make it inoperable, okay? I am not trying to have a starting five plus one. I'm not, all right? So, no, 
We can, the next day, we can go in. And I'm just thinking like, whoa, 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 wait a minute. This is pivotal because these, these muscles and the way they cut me, the, the, the walls of, of my stomach were, were interrupted, like majorly, majorly. And I'm like, why didn't I say something? Why was I not speaking up for myself medically? It's all t- making more sense to me now that I was not taught how to participate in my care on how to, to, to view myself, how to advocate for myself. Because you got to think, I was, I was, what, 22? I was 22 when I had the twins. I was 20 years old when I had my daughter, 22. I was still a kid. I was not taught how to advocate for myself medically. Hell, I wasn't even taught how to advocate for myself in so many other ways it, to myself. And I'm like, yo, huh, this arrow is something else. Okay. Okay. Hmm. So, you mean to tell me in all of this time, here I am carrying not only the physical, the physical weight, not understanding why I can exercise, I can do these different things. Oh, any, honey, I done been on the T's, I done took the pills, I have done the 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 trainers. Um, I remember being in Weight Watchers, probably wasn't even ten years old. Now, this is back in the day when they used to have the meetings. You had to go once a week. I remember my mom signed me up. It was in Southgate. If you know where Southgate is, and there was this little thing, and I'm in there with, like, grown women getting on a scale, not understanding why we got to measure stuff in a cup and a scale and, and all of these things. And, and listening to people talk, I had no clue. No clue. But again... No space for this black girl, this fat black girl, to love herself. For somebody just to sit down and teach me and instill in me that I was enough then that I didn't have to seek it out through any other means Like that, that, that was quintessentially me being me, mind blown, mind blown. So I'm, 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 I'm in this space where I'm compelled because, you know, we see all the ads because it's the beginning of the year. People are making resolutions and things are just coming about, about weight. And I've been carrying physically the weight of not knowing how to love myself and being enough. 
like being enough for me. I've been worried about being enough for everybody else. It's crazy. My birthday is in, shoot, on the 28th. It's coming up. I will be 46 years old and I am having these epiphanies. And the thing about it is, is I'm unlocking these things. And then I'm like, yo, if I didn't, if I didn't learn it, then I didn't teach it. Whoa. Now my babies are having babies. Whoa. I got some work to do on me so that I can teach. We have a responsibility to get rid of the dead weight. And I don't just mean the physical. I am looking at our whole selves, our whole bodies. Now, there is an intersectionality where you can, and understand this, baby, I'm still fine. <laughs> but I had to look at it like aesthetically, I can, I can pull it together and I know when I look good and I can feel good about that. But I don't just want to feel good in the moment of it. I don't want it just to be a feeling. I want to know it in my core. So what does that look like? This is an exploration. This is an opportunity to, to get to know me. You have an opportunity to get to know yourself in a whole other way without anybody else's expectation. None. It's none of their business. It's none of their business how you explore what loving you looks like. And it's an opportunity for you to go, nope, I don't like that, but ooh, this, that's for me. That's for me. So, Oh, yeah, 2024. <sighs> I'm going to get this weight up off me. It will be physical, but it will be the burden of expectations that I unfairly have placed, and I get to place and deposit joy, and I get to know me so that I can pass that on in the most authentic way, in the most valuable way. And if you want to join me on that weight loss, yeah, we're talking about a different kind of weight loss. Chime on in. Chime on in. I appreciate you all so, so much for the story time. Um, yeah, this was, this was, this was a, a, a lot to even expose that. Because like I said, my whole life, I can look at times where I always, like, I thought that I was being like, girl, you was not even that big. Girl. Okay. 
You should have gave yourself some grace. What if you saw yourself in a different lens and I then you see yourself like now, oh, the lens, the lens, the lens. I get to change my lens and what beauty is for me. So what makes you beautiful? And if you don't know, you get to figure it out. Dear Women, the podcast, thank you so much for tuning in. This is for all women in memory of Anitra Lachey Long. Miss Maddie, I know y'all watching. I know you're listening. I'm going to tell you something about Anitra Lachey Long. And just to, just to, I know that was supposed to be my wrap up, but she was one of the people because let me tell you, people are cruel to to fat people, and 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 I'm saying the word fat because there was a time, even in whether it's in my current relationship, my past relationships, where people have said like, "Oh, she's she's," I didn't think that was your type, or I've deserved to be cheated on. I remember my ex husband saying, "If if <laughs> you're lucky, anybody that's going to be with you is going to cheat on you." Yeah. People can be very, very cruel. And these are things that I have revisited that have stuck with me. But I'm choosing to unstick that shit. Dear women, the podcast. 